like to welcome each and every one out to the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Thankful you're here. I desire your prayer this morning. Uh, God gave me a thought this week, and it seemed like it just stayed stayed there. And I'm thankful when He sends me something that uh, uh, I get to go through and study and pray about. And 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 at night, and at night sometimes. When I'm trying to rest or sleep or something, he'll keep stirring things over in my heart, and, and I, I'm so thankful that he does that. He uh, he is so kind and gracious to us, more than we ever could imagine that he is to us. And I, I appreciate my church, my Christian brothers and sisters, and what you mean to me. Uh, the thought that he gave me is God knows. And uh, started around so many times and so many things about it, and uh, he led me to a very, very familiar scripture and very familiar uh, chapter of the Bible, but nowhere near what you would think it would be. And he let me see something, and even in my study last night, he's let me see something else. I was. Absolutely amazed. I'm so thankful that God's that way. I try to encourage my kids to read and study. And uh, One of them said this morning they could probably read through the Bible pretty quick. I said, but you won't get nothing out of it. It's not how God works. You, she said, you like to go verse to verse and, and, and kind of dwell there a little bit. And I said, yeah. I said, I, it takes me quite a, quite a span to, to go through the whole thing. But I do uh, try to study and pray and and keep my mind on what God would have me to do. But he led me into uh, the fourth chapter of the book of John and the fourth verse. And as he began to stir my heart with this, and he began to give this to me, and then he gave me the thought, God knows. Um... He stirred up some things in my remembrance, and I'll read this to you, and I'll probably give you what God gave me. And the th- fourth chapter of the book of John, the fourth verse simply says this, and he must needs go through Samaria. Sounds like a simple thought, but knowing how good God is, and knowing how He watches over us, he began to show me that he knows what we need. And then he began to show me as well is if you have a testimony that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, then he had needs to go through where you are at. And then he began to stir with me one evening. I would rest it a little bit and I began to stir and think about it. And he began to remind me of when I was a young 13, 14 year old boy and he knocked on my heart. And then he reminded me of this. I could never remember anybody knocking on my heart's door. I could never remember that. But he did. He knocked. And I opened the door. I remember the little gravel parking lot where the morning fence was at. I remember kneeling out and had a few seconds. But he had, no one had ever 
knocked on my heart. No. But he came through a little lost boy and made a way. I've often said he he made more than a way. He made somebody, the neighbor that we lived at, and he invited me to church camp, and we didn't have the money to go, and they took up money and paid for me to be able to go. And I always say, Lord, pay for my salvation twice. He paid for me to get there and pay the way through Calvary's cross. But no one had ever spoke to me in that manner. When he came to me, I knew exactly there was something different about this knock. It was deep inside of my heart. And even though my family wasn't in church, I still knew enough about God to know that, that was Him wanting me to See, He had me to go through where I was at. So each one of us has a testimony that we've accepted Jesus Christ our personal Savior. He had a need to go through where you were at. He knew where you were at. So the, the lesson is God knows. And I began to sit down and study. And if you read on in this fourth chapter, and I'm not going to, uh, it was a woman at the well. And God knew that there was a need there. But then God showed me last night as I began to study again, there was a verse that He gave me. <clears throat> And when I read it, then I knew what he was trying to show me. And I was that in the fourth verse there was the one that kept just going over in my mind about he had needs to go through Samaria. He had needs to go through there. He knew there was a need. So in your life and who you are and where you're at with the Lord or whatever's going on in your life, he knows where you're at. But this is the 39th verse and still in the 4th chapter. It says this. I want you to pay close attention to what God pinned out for us to know about this woman at the way. Okay, now we're still still in the 4th chapter and he had a need to go through Samaria because he knows someone had a need. But it went a little deeper than that. And I'll read to you. 39th verse says, And many of the Samarians of that city believed on him. Now listen, real close. For the saying of the woman which testified, he told me all that I ever did. God wrote that down for us to know that. But do you fully understand what He just told us? Because the Lord felt a need and knew there was a need to go through Samaria, to go through there, it was tenfold. It was more than what you could ever imagine what it was. Because not only did He change the woman's life at the well, and many of the Samarians of the city believed on Him, now listen, I want you to be clever. I'm going to say this again. For the saying of the woman which testified. Now why do you think Satan wants your testimony? Why do you think the first thing after you get saved and you get up from the altar, he'll start right then? 
Yeah. Why do you think that he wants your testimony? Because many of the Sumerians of that many of the Sumerians of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified, he told me all that I ever did. God knows. God knows there's a need. God knows where it was at. He knew that she would be willing to accept him. But he also knew that she'd go tell us. A testimony. A testimony. They believed on the Lord. So God knows. Okay. Now we've we've already said the way God sent it to me, God knows. God knows there's a need. God knows all about us. Fifth chapter of the book of John. Forty second verse says this. I'm gonna read you four. But I know you. But I know you. The Lord just said that. To us. But I know you. That ye, that ye have not the love of God in you. Ain't the name. The lost boy. Couldn't tell my right from my left. Had no one to guide me. He did. Had no one that even cared. Not even concerned. That was not even remotely my family concern. Not even remotely. But God knew. He knew me. He knew who I was. He knew where I was. He knew where to Because he knew that. I didn't have a love of God. Sixth chapter, Book of John. Says this. I don't know how God's going to pass together, but I'm just telling you how to sit down with my face <coughs> praying that for God to help me. Sixth chapter, twenty first says this. But he said unto them, he saith unto them, It is I, be not afraid. He hurt you. No. He knows you. He knows her ends now. No man ever spake like this man. And you'll truly know when you see it. And even after you get saved, 
You'll know. That voice doesn't change. It don't. Don't go that way. Listen. My times with them. Listen. And I'll get to reading that in too. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, and I've told you before, it's just kind of lights up. I just, he'll show me. I just know. Can't explain that to you. But he said that to us. Verse 7 for them. It is I. Do not afraid. Then we're going to go over to the 37th verse in the 6th chapter of John. The 37th verse says this. All that the Father gives me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me I will no wise cast out. He's already on the other end working when you get there. He's already took care of it. I will no wise cast out. You come to God? The broken heart, contrast spirit. When he knocks, he'll in no wise cast you out. No matter who you are, he'll no wise, no matter what you've done, he'll in no wise cast you out. I know. He had me come by. Many times in this place, he had me come by. And he did just that. I will in no wise cast it out. <coughs> For you first. And this is the will of him that sent me, <coughs> that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up in the last day. Amen. And this is the will of him. God's will. The nun So we just skip right over that. Just catch that. His will. His will for us as we wait for him to come by. His will for us is to seek what he may be found. His will for us is for us to desire with our whole heart what he's doing, where he's going, what his plan is, what we need. Our desire ought to be what we need to do to club, grow up with I'm still going to be in the sixth chapter. I'm going to read you just the first part of the 64th verse. Sixth chapter. 
verse 64. First part of it says this. But there are some of you that believe not. One thing I've learned about God, if you don't believe you can do it, don't look for it. It ain't happening. You don't believe He can help you? Don't look for it. It ain't happening. As your faith is, so be it unto you. That don't mean lots of prayer. That means much prayer. If I don't think God can fix it, don't look for it. It happens. If you don't believe He can save you, You don't believe he can help you? Help you? It'll be in his time. Sometimes you gotta wait. Yeah. It's the truth. Sometimes you gotta be still and know he's God. Sometimes you gotta sit down. Let the world pass on by. Because they're gonna go. They're gonna go. And that's okay. But as your faith is. Very important. You see, one thing I learned is I can pray for God to be present in your life and help you. I can pray that uh, God will strengthen you and help you or use you. But if you ain't willing, it ain't happening. Sit on your seat and do nothing until you grow green mold on top of you. And I pray every day for you. Yeah. If you ain't going to get up, yeah. it ain't going to happen. But there are some of you that believe not. Is that what God can do? Yes. You doubt God can do it? Don't look for something. somebody talking but it ain't God a lost person the only time they'll hear God is when he knocks on their heart and draws them to an altar of repentance other than that you need to listen to that knock and there's nobody will knock like that and you'll know it's him yeah but you hear those voices and those things telling you what you think you need to do and you don't know God, you better be careful of that. Yes, it's a truth. Amen. 
very careful with that. It can mess you up if you're careful. Tenth chapter. We're still in John. First verse says this. Barely, barely. Truly, truly. I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door yes. into the sheepfold, but climbeth up yeah. some other way, the same is a thief in There's no new way. You can't bypass Calvary's cross and get there. It ain't happening. And I'm thankful it's that way. I remember that little, I got there turning at the little grass parking lot, me kneeled down that little bench, little morning bench, asking God to save me. It ain't changed. Many have said, all you got to do is this, all you got to do is that, all you got to do is just believe or turn over a new leaf or change or anything else. Well, this ready. He wrote that down for a reason because he knew there'd be people out there who would try to trick They just want your money. And they want to entertain you. God's not entertaining. Uh, conference, you got to get tired of hearing me. I've got to give you what he gives me. Not really entertaining, but God, he is so gracious. Kind. Amen. So it won't have to be a big, huge event, but it will be you. It don't have to be a big, huge undertaking, but you'll remember for the rest of your life. And it will change your life when He begins to speak to you and show you things. If you begin to see things, your whole world will change. Seventh verse says this. Tenth chapter of Book of John. Seventh verse. I want to pay attention to what the Lord looks and tells us here. I want you to listen to this first line. Then said Jesus unto them again. That put us where we're at. He had to say it again. I'm talking to your kids. Can I say it again? We're the same way. <coughs> so he had to say it again. He already said it a minute ago. Now you got to say it again. Verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. <coughs> I want you to listen to what he's going to tell us. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. But the sheep didn't hear them. They didn't listen. I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved. Yeah. 
Come up just that. You shall go in and out. Fine pasture. Go in and out. What a wonderful Savior. can just come through one time and come through and clean your heart up. You accept Him, you're a perfect Savior. Get Him to abide. You'll clear out spots and say, Move in. I pray that the Lord is. I like for God sometimes when I kneel down and pray and ask Him to forgive me something like I said, if you'll just get a real good broom, sweep out all the corners. And get all the cobwebs out while you're in there, will you? The thief cometh not but for steal and kill and destroy. I am come, they might have life, and they might have more abundant than right. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. There is nothing more important. There is nothing better and there is nothing more needful in our lives than our walk with God. And I'll tell you what. And many of the Sumerians of the city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified he told me all the day of the You're welcome, God's important. There's a multitude of people met the Lord and believed on his name because he had a need Goes to Samaria. Yeah. And not only that, he not only had a need, but as many times that he went places they didn't understand. I was reading about when he got on the ship, and immediately it was that, that the storm was there, and it was bad. Yeah. And they thought they were going to perish. And when he spoke, they immediately, yeah. immediately where they were going. And there was even people there that were trying to figure out how in the world they all got there. That's what the world is Trying to figure out how we got where we got. But they don't want to come this way. They want to go a new way or another way when there is no way. They want to plan a new way, they want to figure out a new way, and they want to change this into something else, but it's not changeable. It's the 1611 infallible word of God, and it's not to be changed. And he had painted the picture for us. There's a few verses that he gave me there that how important that your testimony and while the thieves come through and try to steal that from you, along with your joy, I've heard it said, if it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. If it costs you anything to do with your walk with God, then it's too high. 
If it varies you from where you are with God and you think it's a better, a better thing than that, don't go. It was needful for the Lord to go through that city. And a lot of people questioned what He was doing. He kept going. And she said, come see a man who knew all I ever did. Is this not the Christ? And on that testimony that she did, many Samarians in that city, of that city believed on Him. Many people at Mount Mountain Baptist Church could possibly believe on Him by your testimony. By your walk with God. By your unwillingness to go the world's way. By your willingness when you find yourself short and failure come your way and mistakes come your way and bad decisions come your way and you find you they find you on an altar asking for forgiveness. They'll know there's something different about your travels. And they'll find out that it's not just a made up travel. And it's not just fake. But it's real. By your testimony. By your life. By your walk. By the mountains God moves for you. By the things that you stop and pray and ask Him for. And in His time, He answers. And you'll know it's Him. And have need come for us. It's very, very important. And many of the Samaritans of the city believed on Him. For the saying of the woman which testified who told me all God knows your need what I need you need what each one of us God knows he has a plan and we skip through high spots where there's a lot in there but I just sent you what God gave me and I'll do my part to get out of the way because it may be time for your testimony because it may be many and on mountains need to hear Maybe many that need to hear what God brought you through. Yeah, that's true. And maybe many that come to the Lord because of you. It's painful. But see, God knows when to come by. Yeah. And who needs it? It's true. Who needs help? I don't know. 
You know, I, I can do everything I can do, but I'm still just a flesh just like you are. I'm still just a failure just like each one of us are on a good day. I can't speak exactly for you, but I can't do it for me on a good day. But on those days that I find myself not what I should be, then I'll find myself talking to him about what I should be. And I do find myself waiting on him to give me what I feel like that I need. But I'll also find myself in a place where if it doesn't come that way, I'll still thank him it didn't come that way. Sometimes it don't go exactly the way you think it'll go. But it'll go his way. He's, he's the one that does the travel. You're just supposed to be what he allows you to be. And looking to see what he's doing and find your place there. That is very needful. To look and see what he's doing. Look and see what God's doing and find yourself. He'll help you. He'll strengthen you. I've seen him move some mountains that I didn't think he moved. I've seen some things happen that I never dreamed would happen. And those things that troubled me, I don't even know what they were. He took them away. It's true. Because you know I keep thinking about it. So he just takes them away. And there you go. Then you get focused on him, and then you don't think too much about that. It's true. You think about how good he is, you don't think about what everybody else has got going on. You focus your mind on what God's doing. You'll find your whole life on things. I appreciate the Lord. I appreciate my church. My Christian virgin sister is what you mean to me. And that's your little lesson. Anybody got anything? I just going to say what you said there and worry about, you know. That woman said, Come and see a man. That's probably everything that I knew. Now, that shows you right there, you know, everything that we have done, right? It's true. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that testimony. You know, you don't hear, hear too many good testimonies anymore. Yeah. There's yeah. no trouble about, about, you know, what I've done and all that stuff. There's that old testimony. I remember when people used to get happy, you know, you get to testify and love it. The church, the old church, started getting involved in it. Good testimony. It was. It's true. I sent you a good service this morning on TV. I didn't want to read it, but that's why it came out a little bit late. But I mean, they, they have churches, you know, but I appreciate you teaching, Mario, every day. Amen. You were saying, Lord, you were saying, yes. Anybody else? Yeah. I appreciate that. Anybody else? I appreciate the message. I'm glad I'm here today. 
I'd just like to say one night I'm glad he had a need to come through Andersonville. Yeah. Might have told him I've got to go by Andersonville. There's a little girl down there that I'm going to try to get into my family tonight. And I'm glad more than that that I accepted the call when he came by. Right. Yeah. Glad he came by and found me. Yeah. yeah. Another thing you brought up there now too, Mark, I appreciate that. You know, when he's knocking, when he's knocking. You know, it's a shame some of these churches, they pastors say, come on up, come on up, pray this prayer with me, pray this prayer with me, and it, you'll be all right. Yeah. I went to a church one time for a Christmas, that's what they did. I think it was about 12 or 14 people went up there. He never did, he said, I'll take you down to Baker a few minutes, and he just kept talking, talking. But they used to have that prayer, chewing their gum. I don't know what he told him that at the basement. <laughs> I'm sure he misled him by him saying, Pray his prayer with me. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> God knows your heart. That's the one he answers. He answers. You don't pray somebody else's prayer with him. <laughs> I don't remember anything I said. Barely anything I did. But I remember the night. Right. And I remember nobody, nobody ever knocked on my heart. Amen. I remember not. I didn't do something about it. That was the place where I got it. It's a good place. It seems like it's a little scary, but it's God's not going to hurt you. No. He's going to hit me. Anybody else? Now I want to request prayer for the virtual family members. For some that's been safe and not living out back to it. But there's also some that think they have been saved because they have been brought up that you decide that we're going to start following Jesus. And there's two that I know of that goes to a different church that one day they think the day is the day that I'm going to decide to follow Jesus and they're all going to have to say And if you've been taught that at all, it is not right. So when I ask prayer from the first members, there's ones that are lost, there's ones that are saved and backslid, and there's ones that think they are doing right and that they are saved. So remember those two deserve, they fall right into the lost, even though they think they're saved. They fall right into the lost. And I was thinking, like you, I'm so glad that he come through. God, they need to come through up there at Long Mountain to find me. He walked many miles looking for me, trying to get me to find me. He went through different places. He went through different cities looking for me. And I turned my back on him. So I just thank God that he didn't give up on me. And then I finally, finally gave in and come to him. It's true. It's true. <coughs> it's true. Let's trick this world. 
That's why I said it. No, anybody else tried to come any other way? It's the same as the thief in the rock? Anybody else? Not we'll have to break.